What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back with another spoiler review. Only listen to this episode if you don't mind having a movie completely ruined for you. Or in this case... If you want to save your money and just have us tell you what happens. Because you really don't need to see this movie. It is called Hypnotic. It stars Ben Affleck, directed by Robert Rodriguez. And right off the bat... I kind of knew this wasn't going to be the best movie. We saw no press for it. There I was didn't even nothing. Know it existed. I saw it in the Regal app. Like, I mean, at this point, we just like to go see a movie every weekend. It's it's nice to go sit in a dark, cool theater for two hours. We have the Regal pass. Like, I knew it existed because I like Robert Rodriguez and I like Ben Affleck. It just felt weird that this movie was coming out and there was really nothing surrounding it. No big press release. You know, I really had to even search to find the trailer to this movie. And then we saw it and I discovered why there was nothing around this movie. So what this movie is about is Ben Affleck plays this detective and he is trying to find out the details about his missing daughter. And that's where it starts. So he's investigating this bank robbery. It was supposed to be set in Austin. It looked nothing like downtown Austin. I don't know if it was like the sepia toned film they used. Oh, yeah. But it looked like a deserted like like cowboy western film with like the dust everywhere and i'm like austin does not look like that like el paso doesn't even look like that well a big part of this movie i believe was filmed almost entirely on a set Mm, checks out because robert rodriguez has his own production company and his own sets so this movie very much felt like it was just enclosed in a situation instead of like in a real city but yeah i also picked up on the color scheme of this movie and it just felt The way I describe it is it feels very much like a movie movie. Everything just felt like it was, okay, here, this actor is going to say this. We're going to get this camera movement. It kind of felt like a college student film level quality. Yeah, because like some, if you're watching a really good movie, it feels like a real story or like something that you can imagine happening. But this like felt 
it was a movie for nothing other than pure entertainment. And I don't even know that that I was that entertained because I was so confused and I was distracted by the man snoring in front of us. When we say snoring, I'm not just talking like your run of the mill, like little nap time to the point where a woman two seats down went to try to wake him up. And this was about maybe 30, 40 minutes into the movie. He was also in our seats, but whatever we didn't. So where this movie went off the rails, it starts out with him trying to find out about his missing daughter. And then you learn about this bad guy who is manipulating people through hypnosis to get them to perform crimes. So Ben Affleck is trying to stop him. He goes and takes a tip from this. It gets more and more crazy as I talk about it. He goes, (laughs) he takes this tip and goes to this bank where somebody has said there's about to be a robbery. And he is watching it, and then he breaks into the bank to try to well, stop it. Well, but they it. discover weird things are happening because, like, this guy that they're looking at, like, hypnotizes this woman, and she walks out into the street and, like, causes an accident and a distraction. And then the bank heist happens, and he, like, chases this guy, and then he sees more people getting hypnotized and doing weird things. And then Ben Affleck goes into the safety deposit box and takes a picture that turns out to be a picture of his daughter. And he's like, why is this in here? And then the bad guys get away. And then they track down the phone call to like a tarot card reader. And he goes to her shop. And she tells him about this bad guy who is like the most powerful hypnotic who is able to turn people into his minions, basically. But is it then that we learn that Ben Affleck has some mind power, a wall in his mind yeah, they, that he can't He can't be, be controlled. Which, can I just go ahead and spoil the later thing? Turns out, because he's a hypnotic. Dun, dun, dun. It goes on a very long and windy road to get there. It gets very meta. They keep chasing each other, and then it gets to a point where not only can they control their minds, but can also control what you see. So it felt like Inception style whenever all the buildings turn on their sides. It's reality, yeah. So it really didn't really know what it wanted to be. And I think that's really where it lost me. It kind of felt like Robert Rodriguez wanted to make Inception without the creativity. Yeah, it was like Inception, but at Dollar Tree. (laughs) He basically said, we have Inception at home when he made this movie. So, and the thing is, it is kind of an interesting premise when you think about it. But it's an example of a great premise ruined by poor filmmaking. But we got to get back to the plot. Okay. To get back to the rest of the spoilers. So it turns out that, so he's like getting closer to remembering what happened to his daughter that day. Then we discover he like hacks the system, but we discover he's hypnotic and that the tarot card reader was who he thought his wife was Mm -hmm. and that their daughter is this top secret project called Domino because she's the child of two powerful hypnotics. So she's the most powerful but the reason his wife looked different is because they were in all these scenarios and they were running these scenarios to try to get him to say where he had what he had done with their daughter where he'd hidden her yeah so then turns out we find out where she's hidden there's a shootout and then all the hypnotics live happily ever after basically the movie did i miss anything i think that's pretty much it okay he just yeah he discovers that he's a powerful hypnotic and did this whole thing to trick himself so it was kind of like you put something in such a good hiding place that you yourself forget where it's hidden. 
And I did that one time <laughs> where were we? We were on a trip somewhere and I had had a couple margaritas the night before. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, where's my engagement ring? And you were like, did you lose it? And it was like in like the most safe place. It was like in a jewelry box, like where I would put something in the safe place. You but forgot. I just like forgot that I had put it in the safe place. So you discovered that they were, like you said, running all these scenarios and where I felt like maybe it was genius or maybe it was like genius on accident is that while I was watching the movie, I said I was very aware that I was watching a movie and it felt very orchestrated and it had a bunch of cheesy cop lines. I think at one point his partner said something like, sounds like something my ex-wife would say. One of the most cheesiest lines you could say. It felt very 80s to me. Everything from whenever they went into hiding, they were wearing like ball caps and sunglasses. Like every cliche in any kind of action movie was in this movie. And then it turns out because it was. It was a simulation. It was a simulation inside of a movie. So then you see them reenact everything that you saw in the beginning of the movie, except the set wasn't there. It was just them in like prop cars, them on like exoskeletons of sets going through all the same motions, like in a golf cart instead of a car. So I was like, were they trying the whole time to make it seem like a cheesy movie? Because in turn, that's exactly what it was. It was just a big fake production. It was to the stay still like the last episode of the Hills when they get out of the car on the set and you're just like, I just spent the last like five years as a teenager being lied to. That was more shocking though, honestly. Yeah. So you're like, I didn't watch the Hills. I, I did don't not care. watch the Hills. I was surprised Ben Affleck was even in this movie. I mean, I wasn't surprised. Have you seen Geely? Yeah. Well, this is now his lowest grossing movie. Mm-hmm. It even surpasses Geely. The movie cost $65 million to make. At the time of recording this, it's only made less than $3 million. That is embarrassing. How do you even, have you done an episode about that? I think you have about like, how do you recoup that? Like, that's like 62 down the drain. Like, what do you? You can get a tax write-off. I almost feel like this movie was made. It hurts my brain. That hurts my brain more than the movie hurts my brain. It's trying to figure out why you would even make a movie like this. Also, what did they spend $65 million on in this movie? It literally looked like a budget production. It did. There was even one scene where they exploded a car and I could tell that it was a small set car, like a toy car and just zoomed in really well. And then they did the explosion. I was very aware of that. How did they spend? I would like to see their. Expense. They didn't. Sp- I want to see their expense reports. I want to see their budget. They their didn't Excel spend it on. <laughs> they didn't spend it on promotion, which is usually a good chunk of a movie's budget. What they pay Ben for this? Um, probably twenty million. <laughs> I would love to do an interview with Robert Rodriguez, like a really raw, real interview, and ask: At what point do you know that your movie isn't going well? Because I feel like since they didn't spend a lot of money promoting this movie. They knew it wasn't a great movie. Have they ever made a movie and then like shelved it? Yeah, the Batgirl movie that was supposed to come out on HBO Max pretty recently. They made the whole thing? The whole thing is made and it won't go up on HBO because without it going up, they can get it as a tax write-off. If they were to put it out and it didn't do so well and people hated it, it would essentially hurt the DC brand even more, which is trying to recover right now. I feel like there was another one years ago where there was like a scandal involving the main actor. Yeah, it's happened in history where something happens and movies don't come out. I think, yeah, I did an episode on on movies that never saw the light of day. Or they like recast really quickly. That movie years ago that was about like the Getty family. Oh, yeah. And Kevin Spacey was supposed to be Mm. in it. And they like recast his part really quick and like refilmed all of those scenes. 
Yeah, I don't feel like there was any real controversy around this movie. It was just, they made a bad movie. Mm-hmm. There were parts of it that were still a little bit fun. It was just the only parts that were of any worth or any value was after the twist happened for me. There were a shocking number of people in the theater, though. Yeah. It was a pretty full theater. It was a smaller theater, but like fairly full and a surprising number of people seeing that. Like I, I think that was the whole audience. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's everyone that no, was no, seeing Yeah, that. everyone in the country was in that theater. <laughs> that, was the, that was the only screening. Yeah, I've never seen somebody fall asleep and snore that hard in a movie. I mean, my dad has before, but it's like a very like slight snore and usually we like hit him a little bit this guy was by himself and that lady did we all laughed together at one point though because he let out one snore that everyone in the theater was just like yo dude it's a little loud i mean i get it it was cold in there it was a sunday afternoon saturday afternoon one of those nice day for a nap it was comfy in there yeah so i would say that i don't think this will hurt ben affleck in the long run he has the flash coming out I don't think at that point that like anything could really hurt your career. Like I feel like a lot of A-listers have their A-list status cemented by, this is just personal opinion, by a movie they've done in the past and they can do things that like won't really hurt them. Like I love Nicole Kidman. Love her. Mm. She's done some flops. Yeah. But like no one is like Nicole Kidman is a flop actor. She is still an A-list household name. Ben Affleck's Adam Sandler's done some flops. I mean, Jack and Jill. Not mm. a flop, according to your mom. She loves it. But a flop, nonetheless. He's still popular. Like, I don't think a couple flops really hurt an A-lister. I think it was just the fact that it came right after Air, which was so good. He was really good in it, both acting and directing. And then he's going to be in The Flash. It was just odd timing for this movie to come out. So I feel like, for me, he's reached a level of me just expecting more from him. So I thought if he's in this movie, it has to be at least halfway decent. And the fact that it wasn't at all was surprising. I feel like Ben Affleck just had like a free, maybe like weekend. And was like, yeah, I'll do this movie. And I was like, sure, why not? But anyway, that is our views on Hypnotic. A rare case of it was unreviewable in a normal sense. It did not hypnotize me. I was not hypnotized. It's not. But oddly, I've been more bored in other movies than this one. I was just so aware of the badness. It was almost to a point where it was so bad, it was entertaining. Thankfully, it was short. Oh, yeah. 90 minutes. If it was any longer, probably would have walked out of it. Yeah, I didn't feel like we needed... If it had been any longer, I don't know what they would have added. They wrapped it up. We we got the... We got it. <laughs> like the ascending action, the climax of it, the conclusion. I think that is a saving grace to some movies. If you can... If you're going to make a bad movie, don't make a bad long movie. Yeah. Because then you'll really anger some people. So is that three-hour Scorsese one coming out supposed to be any good? It it looks good. Okay. It's a long movie. I mean, that's longer than Avatar. Yeah. And I struggled to make it through Avatar. It's more of just mentally preparing yourself for a movie that long. Yeah. I like a movie that long at home where I can, like, pause and, like, stretch my legs, get a snack without missing anything. 
And one, you don't have to think about how many liquids you consume before going to see the movie. Oh yeah, I'm just doomed no matter what. Like if I don't have a large diet Pepsi through the whole film, I can't enjoy it. Honestly, peeing in a movie isn't that big of a deal. You don't really miss a whole lot. Not in the movie theater, let's clarify. Honestly, During- peeing in the theater, nobody really cares. It's dark, no one sees anything. It's just that vicious sound of water hitting carpet. All right. All right, this review has gone. There's no the- carpet on the stairs. Are you peeing on the stairs in the movie theater? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not walking all the way down there. Okay, this review has gone but, downhill. But that has been our spoiler review of Hypnotic, a rare case that I say don't go see it in theaters, don't stream it. All you had to do was listen to this review. Anything else that we missed about that? It kind of makes me think of like when Tenet was trying to be like all like yeah mind bendy, trying to do too much, be yeah. too introspective. But it was not mind bendy. It was not. Anytime a movie is described as being mind bending, it's not going to be mind bending. Terrible. But until next time, go out and watch good movies. Not Unlike this one, this one not this one. <laughs> and until next time, I will talk to you later. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.